Amy 50 KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. I'm Gary. This is the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our Moment of Faith with Pastor Doug Nicely of Jerusalem Lutheran Church in Collinsville, Illinois. Hi, Doug. Hi, Gary. Good afternoon to you. Good afternoon to we're, you as well. We're going through the Lenten season, and it was just kind of like a discovery to me. that I found all of these great hymns for Lent that were written by Isaac Watts a guy who lived in the 18th century. He wrote a lot of other hymns that we're familiar with, too. But um, we've, this is the third one now that I've come across that are just you know, really good Lenten themes. Mm-hmm. So we're going to try another one this week, all right? Okay. This is called Not All the Blood of Beasts, and it goes like this. Not all the blood of beasts on Jewish altars slain could give the guilty conscience peace or wash away my stain. Not one of his more familiar hymns, but there's a theme here. These lyrics take us back to the story of Israel's exodus from the Egyptian bondage. The Lord sent ten plagues on Egypt, if, if you remember correctly, uh, if for nothing else from the movie, the Ten Commandments, uh, to convince Pharaoh to let God's people go. The final plague was the execution of the firstborn in every household of Egypt. Uh, to save the firstborn from this plague of, in Israel, they were commanded to slay a lamb uh, from their flock as a substitute for the firstborn. Then they were to take the blood of the lamb and spread it on the doorposts of their houses. When the blood on the doorposts was seen by the Lord, then that household would be passed over, hence the name of the festival, Passover. Then the Lord instructed Israel through Moses the prophet to eat the flesh of the sacrificed lamb. And here's the instruction from Exodus chapter 12. Then they shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and the lintel of the houses in which they eat it. And they shall eat the flesh that night roasted on fire with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. They shall eat it. Do not eat any of it raw or boiled in water, but roasted its head with its legs and its inner parts. And you shall let none of it remain until the morning. Anything that remains until the morning you shall burn. In this manner you shall eat it, with your belt fastened, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand, and you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. For I will pass through the land of Egypt that night, and I will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and on all the gods of Egypt I will execute judgments. I am the Lord." The blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And no plague will befall you to destroy you. And when I strike the land of Egypt, this day shall be for you a memorial day, a day that you shall keep as a feast to the Lord throughout your generations as a statute forever. You shall keep it as a feast. This is also the beginning of the sacrificial system we see throughout the Old Testament. In the system, the animal was slain to atone for the sins of the one who offered up the sacrifice. The problem, as it is described in the New Testament letter to the Hebrews, is that such sacrifices were insufficient because such sacrifices were incapable of taking away our sin. And here's a couple of verses from 
the apostle in the 10th chapter of Hebrews. And every priest stands daily at his service, offering repeatedly the same sacrifices which can never take away sins. But when Christ offered for all time a single sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God, waiting from that time until his enemies should be made a footstool under his feet. For by a single offering he has perfected for all time those who are being sanctified. Uh, Thus the sacrifice of the Lamb for the Passover was, as one of our hymns states, a foretaste of the feast to come. So let me give you a couple more words from Isaac Watts in, in his hymns. But Christ the heavenly Lamb takes all our sins away, a sacrifice of nobler name and richer blood than they. My faith would lay its hand on that dear head of thine, while as a penitent I stand and there confess my sin. My soul looks back to see the burden thou didst bear, when hanging on the cursed tree, I now my guilt was there. And and so this hymn just talks to us about how important that one sacrifice is for all. This is one of the important lessons in the season of Lent that teaches us that Jesus is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. But it also says that my sins that he takes away are done so by the washing that is made be clean by his blood. Blood doesn't make anything else clean for any other reason. That's why we call this day that is coming Good Friday. Because it sounds like a bad Friday, but it's actually an atonement Friday for our sins. Right. So uh, that's, that's kind of an important theme that runs through the weeks in Lent. And um, so that's that's my that's my little uh, that's my little pointer pointer to Holy Week this this week. Okay, great. Would you like to lead us in prayer as we wrap up this afternoon segment? All right, let's do that. Lord, help us to understand that our sins are atoned for. This doesn't mean that we cease to sin or that we will not die physically, but we will live again. And this is our blessing from you that you sent your Son Jesus. To us as the once for all Passover lamb. For we pray in the name of Jesus, who is our Redeemer and friend. Amen. Amen. What are we talking about next week? Well, next week, since I'm on this Isaac Watts thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to, I found another of his hymns. And this is an interesting one. This is called, I Sing the Almighty Power of God. It's not in our hymnal. It's in a few others. Uh, this hymn talks to us about how our priorities have been changed because of the atoning sacrifice of Jesus. So this is, a, if you will, a what does this mean okay. <laughs> of what it is that we're talking about today. Sounds good. Look forward to it. All right. Thanks, Doug. You're welcome, Gary. We are listener-supported KFUO, the messenger of good news.